Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Big stories. Big guests. The big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. By the way, and, and just regarding the uh, vaccine uh, appointment booking process, so you can go to the web, website ahs.ca uh, slash COVID vaccine, or you can call 811. But be very careful to dial 811 and not 911 because apparently that's been happening today. I don't know either people are misdialing or maybe people just feel like this is important I should call 911. Do not call 911. The Edmonton Police Service just put out a, a statement in the last bit here saying they've received almost 100 calls to 911 from people looking to book vaccine appointments. Do not call that number. Do not deliberately call that number. Uh, do your best to avoid accidentally calling that number. So 811 is the number for Alberta Health Link. All right. I uh, want to uh, turn our attention to uh, the um, question of, of hockey and uh, junior hockey in particular, because there was a lot of uncertainty as to what was going to happen with junior hockey, whether there would be an opportunity uh, for these athletes to, to have some semblance of a season because things have been on hold for the last few months. Uh, the Western Hockey League uh, put together a plan. It's five Alberta-based teams will be playing each other uh, beginning this weekend. And we just recently uh, got details from the Alberta Junior Hockey League about their plans to resume play starting in March. Now, those efforts got a boost this week, an announcement uh, from the uh, Alberta government in partnership with the leagues to launch a new 50-50 lottery in support of junior hockey. Because obviously there are no fans in the stands for these games. There are other costs they're, they're having to, to take on, like testing, for example, for players. So uh, this will certainly help. And joining us uh, to talk a bit more about uh, where things stand now with the, the season, what the plans are going forward here, and uh, where this 50-50 is going to fit in. Uh, fit in. Uh, very pleased to welcome to the program here this morning. Uh, Ryan Bartoshik is commissioner of the Alberta Junior Hockey League. Uh, Ryan, great to have you with us here today. Welcome to the program. Yeah, good morning. Thanks, Rob. All right, so I understand uh, plans are already underway to get going again. Players, I, I think, are now quarantining. Is is that where things are at? Uh, tell us a bit more about that. Yeah, that is correct. We're we're just wrapping up our initial isolation phase, which which took place in in players' existing residence, and uh, now we start the process of returning safely to our communities, um, starting with initial an initial test today, actually. Uh, and then another seven days and another test before we get on the ice. So it's been it's been a, quite the process for us. Yeah. And um, there was a pathway to return. And, and luckily, we were able to, to get to that point and develop re- relationships with the Alberta government and um, Alberta Health and obviously a commitment from all of, all, all of our teams to move forward here and, and fortunate to, to get to that point. And 
now we have a responsibility to ensure that we're we're going beyond the guidelines and, and our responsibility to make sure everyone's safe here. Right. So as you say, they, they involved a lot of close work with uh, Alberta Health Services, right, in terms of coming up with, with the plan, getting that plan approved. Correct. Yeah. And, and with things changing on a day-to-day basis, we were fortunate to, you know, rely on our relationships and uh, the events that happen throughout the province, whether that's the NHL bubble, the World Juniors, obviously with the Western League uh, getting their plan approved, we could we could rely on some experience there. And uh, we're, again, fortunate to, to have our plan approved and, and move forward. What happened with the Canmore Eagles, though? The Canmore Eagles have opted out of this return-to-play plan. I don't know if there were issues with, with the town of Canmore specifically, but what can you tell us about that situation? Yeah, there was uh, obviously our, our return-to-play protocols were, were very significant. And, um, you know, the strength of our league is, is communities. And, you know, we rely on our communities and, and our facilities and our billets to, to embrace our programs. And, you know, given the challenges there, uh, unfortunately, they couldn't meet the return to play protocols uh, and chose had the opportunity to to opt out for the remainder of the season. So, you know, respect that decision from their organization um, and we'll move forward here with our remaining teams for the rest of the season. All right. And so the the plan going forward, so there's going to be sort of a a cohort approach, right? When it comes to, to grouping teams and having games and then having some separation in between games, how's that going to work? Yeah, correct. We've, we've committed to three team cohorts and, and we'll be in with, within those cohorts for, for a minimum of 30 days. So um, X team, will see the same two teams over, over that month. uh, And we're committed to playing only on Friday, Saturdays and Sundays. So, um, Given that schedule and, and our testing strategy, uh, we've laid it out to, to get to this point to have some competition. Well, and yeah, let's talk about the competition side. So there's an opportunity to to have, I guess, what's essentially a season. But the, the plan as it stands now doesn't doesn't include a, a, a playoffs, doesn't include a, a championship. So w- w- where are things at with that? Yeah, correct. Not, not at this time right now. Um, our focus has been on returning to our communities and, and getting into some form of training camp and, and then getting into competition. So um, right now that's the focus as far as getting to that point where we can play games and uh, we're committed to playing through through the end of May. And uh, right now those are the plans. So uh, given the environment, uh, that's the focus of, of at least getting to a point of competition. And um, if there's an opportunity down the road to, to adjust and change things, um, we can definitely look at those options too. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about the uh, announcement this week. And and so I, I would imagine, you know, given all the challenges involved in in returning to play and and the testing and the other protocols and no fans in the stands, there's some real financial challenges for your league. So how did this fifty uh, fifty plan come together? Yeah, definitely. And and again, the strength of our league and and the Western League are are our communities and our reliance on local sponsorship and billets and ticket sales and, and our ability to embrace our communities. Uh, and without those, yeah, it's it's a financial struggle for, for our leagues and our individual teams with, without those avenues available to us. And um, again, I think the one benefit of, of this has been the relationships we've been able to build. So, you know, throughout this process, we've been able to work with the Western Hockey League We've been able to get support from all of our community mayors, our MLAs in our communities, and, and ultimately the Alberta government. So 
with a collaborative approach among all of those groups, we were able to get to the point of, of this this initiative uh, in order to try and generate some funds for our league. So, you know, again, credit to to those groups for, for recognizing how we operate and really the dire state that we are in without ticket sales and local sponsorships. So um, we're excited about it. Uh, we're proud that we've gotten to this point and we're able to work directly here with the Alberta government and um, hopeful that now we can rely on on our communities and the province of Alberta to, to support this initiative. So I understand it's going to run each weekend in March. Is it is it only going to run through March? I, I would imagine there's an end date here. Yeah, yeah, we're we're looking at just through through the months and um, you know to generate some excitement for for our league and uh, again communities across the province with with their support and um, it uh, it'll be exciting just to to work again here with the Western Hockey League closely and and the Alberta government to launch the initiative. So yeah, it's it's an opportunity, as you say, for you know communities for for folks to support these teams. There's not the opportunity necessarily to buy that ticket and be in the stands, but this is another way to to provide support. Then, right? Yeah, yeah, and and you know we went down the road of of the collaborative nature with all of our 15 teams and uh, the Western Hockey League's five teams. So um, the approach that hey, you're supporting junior hockey across this province, and um, you know that's that's an integral part of our communities and. Again, looking for for that community support, just in a different fashion now. What does this all mean to to the athletes? Because I know you know some some are about to age out, and this is kind of their last opportunity to play. And there were those who are hoping to move on to you know maybe a, a scholarship opportunity. So yeah, I mean you know with without a season, there, there's a lot of those missed opportunities. So what does this now allow for then? For, yeah, for we were athletes? we were fortunate enough earlier on in the year. I think we got about 82 games in, um, and within that time period. We had multiple players on the NHL Central Scouting watch list and multiple players connected to school. So um, yeah. just that initial exposure uh, was a benefit to, to starting early on this year. And unfortunately, we couldn't continue. But given the pathway we had here to continue, that's truly what it's about. And uh, I think that's the one common feature when I get asked, you know, wh- why why are we doing this? Why are we putting so much work in? Why are we going through all these hoops and, and restrictions and guidelines in order to play and really the simple answer is our athletes and to provide them with exposure here for for three months is is really the ultimate goal these players and these families have put so much into the game to to get to this point um anything we can do to to allow them to continue to develop um and get an ncaa scholarship and get on the nhl's radar that's that's why we're doing it so it's really significant for us to to provide this opportunity for our athletes and uh ultimately the reason why we're doing this and I just wanted to, I mean, you know, given all, all the planning that's gone into this return to play and, you know, all the uncertainty about what lies ahead, how much thought have you guys been able to, to put toward next season? Or, you know, do, do you wait for now before you start making decisions about next season? Yeah, I mean, you're continuously monitoring um, the existing situation and, and how that impacts next season. And um, the reality is you're always looking towards next year, whether that's from a recruitment perspective, whether that's from a league structure perspective, um, you know, specific events we're trying to plan in that off season just to um, 
essentially build the AJHL brand and, and encourage athletes to, to come play at our level. So um, at a certain point, yeah, the, the seasons always merge in a, in a typical year, maybe this year a little bit differently. But um, to, to answer your question, yeah, you're, you're always thinking about next year and, and what that looks like. And, um, you know, we're coming up to, to the one-year point where we unfortunately had to lose last season. And right. it's... Um, it's the constant battle of what will it look like and uh that's that's the challenge we face but you know given our experience here over over the last year i guess it is you you just continue to lean on relationships and um be in constant communication to ensure that uh there's a pathway well more details on on the 50 50 more details on the schedule and everything else ajhl.ca ryan all the best uh, with the next few weeks and uh let's hope things are continuing to look up yeah i appreciate it take care all right you as well thanks again uh ryan bartoshik he's the uh commissioner of the alberta junior hockey league so they're getting set to start play in march players going through the uh, the quarantine process there's going to be ongoing testing they're going to sort of have the cohort approach when it comes to to matching up teams and yeah hopefully you know they'll be able to get through these uh, march april may months and yeah look who knows i mean you know if you want to be really optimistic maybe they'll be in a position uh, to have playoffs at that point or, or to have something uh, along those lines maybe even to start putting some fans in buildings wouldn't that be great so Here's hoping. Again, AJHL.ca. So this 50-50, the jackpots for junior hockey uh, in, part to, in um, conjunction with REMAX is uh, set to kick off. So each weekend through March, it's a real opportunity to support junior hockey there. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.